Hello, my zippers and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I am going to be talking about my experiences with endometriosis as an installment in the My Diagnosis series. It has been a while since I made a post in this series, but there are several more that I plan on doing. Another thing uh, has been filling up my mind and thus has been... Uh, what I've been posting about rather than about my experience with my various diagnoses. But I promise that I haven't forgotten and that there are more posts coming. So here is a trigger warning. This post is going to be focusing on the menstrual cycle and pelvic pain. I will be going into some detail, which some people will consider to be graphic. I am aware that discussion of these topics can make some people uncomfortable. So if you are one of these people, then this podcast is not for you and you should stop listening now. All right, so if you are still here, then let's get into it. I have always had trouble with my menstrual cycle. Right from the beginning, I had an irregular menstrual cycle. This isn't that abnormal. Many young individuals with a uterus who are first starting their cycle will be irregular for years before it sorts itself out. I was very young at nine when I started my cycle. The younger you are when you start your cycle, the more likely it will be irregular. However, my cycle has never become completely regular. Even now, it is still irregular, and I am 41. This wasn't something that the doctors began to get concerned about until I was around 17, and that's usually when they start to, like, expect things to get sorted. Uh, when I was 16, I started having really heavy bleeding with my menstrual cycle. Uh, for your information, heavy menstrual bleeding is defined as needing to change your tampon or pad more frequently than every two hours or if you are passing clots that are larger than a quarter. I personally never passed large clots, but I would have to change my pad every hour and sometimes more often in order to manage the amount of bleeding that I was having. Every time I was having my menstrual cycle, my H&H was dropping significantly. Uh, and H&H is a pair of lab work values. It's the hemoglobin and hematocrit. Uh, the hemoglobin measures the level of hemoglobin in your blood, and that is the oxygen-carrying protein. Hematocrit is used to determine the ratio of volume of red blood cells to the total volume of blood. So these two tests together are used to determine if someone has anemia and when that anemia has become severe enough that they need blood transfusions. When I was 17, I was put on oral birth control because my H&H got dangerously low. It was low enough that there was some discussion of my getting a blood transfusion. The hope was that the birth control would decrease the amount of bleeding that I was having and would help make my menstrual cycle more regular. It did decrease the amount of bleeding, uh, but the estrogen birth control caused me to have psychosis. So I was switched to a progesterone-only pill. This did not regulate my menstrual cycle, but it did reduce my bleeding to normal levels, and it didn't affect my mental health. Uh, when I was 19, my daughter was born. After she was born, I had an increased amount of pelvic pain during my menstrual cycles. I was put on the Depo-Provera shot after my daughter was born. Uh, this was so I would get a more consistent hormone level in my body. I used this birth control for years. It never reduced my pelvic pain, despite the pelvic pain. It wasn't ever uh, given pain management beyond a heating pad and ibuprofen. 
Uh, when I was 20, I had a miscarriage. After that, I had another increase in my pelvic pain. Uh, this is when I was first worked up for concern for structural abnormalities. I had an ultrasound and a CT scan of my abdomen. Everything looked normal. The doc gave me the diagnosis of endometriosis at that time. It doesn't really generally show up on any of your imaging, and the only sure way to diagnose endometriosis is to perform an exploratory laparoscopic procedure to go into the abdominal cavity to look around and take tissue samples. I have never had this done. I was diagnosed with endometriosis because the doctor felt that uh, I had the right symptom set and it was the most likely diagnosis because um, of the normal imaging and my age. Despite this diagnosis, I wasn't given anything to manage the pain. When I was 21, I had a third pregnancy that I chose to abort. After that, I had yet another increase in my pelvic pain. I had another workup uh, then with imaging that was all normal. The doctor kept the endometriosis diagnosis and continued to not give me pain management. When I was 29, I had another significant increase in my pelvic pain. This time, there was no apparent trigger to the increase in my pain. I had another workup and all the imaging came back normal yet again. I was seeing a different doctor then, so they also had a bone density test done since I was on the Depo-Provera shot for so long. It was then that they found that I had osteopenia. Because of this, I switched from the Depo-Vera shot to using the Marina IUD, which was first placed shortly after I turned 30. Um, I was put on calcium and vitamin D supplements to try to help my body rebuild my bones, but no new pain management. At 35, I had another bone density test done and it reflected that I had normal bone density. Now at 41, I am still struggling. I have again had imaging done that is reflecting nothing abnormal. I am still using the IUD that is uh, doing a great job at controlling the amount of bleeding I have. My menstrual cycle continues to be irregular. I can have a period that lasts three days or I have had one that has lasted as long as three weeks. I have had periods that came every other week for six weeks or for six periods. And then I have had times that I have gone as long as four months without a period. Then there are stretches of time that it seems to get into a regular pattern, but that never lasts. So I have again had an increase in my pelvic pain and I don't have a clear trigger for the increased pain. Despite the severe pain that comes with or without my menstrual cycle now, I have not been given anything to control my pain. I'm still doing my best with a heating pad and ibuprofen. Uh, it doesn't matter that the ibuprofen sets off my mast cell activation syndrome symptoms. There are just times that the pain is so bad that I have to use something, and that's all that I have. Uh, it only takes a little bit of the edge off, but it is better than nothing. So, yeah, when it gets bad, I use it. Uh, this adventure that I have had with pelvic pain is probably the biggest reason that I have lost faith in the American healthcare system and have found myself feeling angry towards healthcare providers. There are times that I am ashamed to be amongst their ranks. I was told that since it was endometriosis that I could just wait until menopause since that was likely to resolve the pain. Yep, 
That was one doctor's solution to the pelvic pain. Just live with it for about another 10 years and then hope that the pain goes away. There hasn't been a single doctor that felt that this was something that I should get pain control for. Doesn't matter that the pain gets bad enough that I've had to call out for work. Doesn't matter that it can get so bad that there are times I can't walk. It doesn't matter that I am now having the pelvic pain literally every day. This just isn't something that is medicated. So for 21 years, I have carried around the diagnosis of endometriosis, and the truth is that this isn't even a confirmed diagnosis. I did finally find a doctor that was willing to do the laparoscopic procedure to confirm the diagnosis, and then I wasn't able to get the time off from work. So I'm left still not knowing if this is even the right diagnosis, nor do I know when I will ever be able to make the arrangements that are needed to have the, this procedure done. For 21 years, I have been having pelvic pain and the doctors feel that it is fine to not be sure of the diagnosis and that it is fine to not have pain management. This is the American standard of care. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you've been listening to, consider listening some of the other episodes of the podcast and consider giving some support. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye.